And welcome back to the Kilo Train Podcast. This is episode 11. We just got the boys here for this one. Luke, Schaefer, Micah mm-hmm. Casper, and myself, Austin Adelkoff. We're going to start this episode off just with a quick recap of the NorCal Classic, which is out in Sacramento, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. We're our good friend who we had on the podcast a couple episodes ago, Wyatt Vanderbort. Micah Casper and myself signed up for the uh, qualifier so we could mainly go out and see our friend and then uh, go compete in CrossFit on the side. So uh, we wrapped up that qualifier last week, and uh, we're just going to talk about the workouts a little bit and how it went for me and Micah, and Mm -hmm. Luke was just kind of our coach throughout the whole thing. You guys sent it all weekend. They made it. They made some tough workouts for you guys. Like you had to, you had to, you had to put it all out there every yeah, single. They workout, weren't easy. <laughs> they, it, that was the, the only easy one was that snatch. Yeah, you, just the, the snatch. snatch. Just, the, yeah, just the snatch. This yeah. belt was hard. Yep, that that hurt. That was the hard. That was definitely the most painful qualifier I've, I've ever done by yep. far. Like yeah. you, it's it's literally like if you were to take point five of every open workout and then just those are your workouts. Well, there was no long workout really. Uh-uh. Fight gone bad. I mean, yeah. And that was But that one's still like yeah. it's a small like little sprints cuz the workouts were or the the movements were so easy, I would say. Simple. Maybe not easy. Yeah. But. So, Michael, which uh which workout was your favorite? Um hot mess. Which was twenty one fifteen nine. That was your favorite. Seven five three. <laughs> yeah, probably just because going into it, I thought I I, I thought it was my weakest point. Uh-huh. So I really surprised myself. I'm usually not one to move the aerosol bike as well as I did, especially the first twenty one cows I did in like seventeen eighteen seconds. So quick story before you carry on with your assault bike glory <laughs> Micah Micah right. took the entire week prior to the okay so NorCal Classic Instagram came out with they showed an assault bike as a hint as like a teaser and Micah started assault biking every single day at the gym I he's did. like I'm gonna test out every one of our bikes and to I find did. out which one's the fastest yeah. That, yeah I will say that is one thing that I did not like about a couple of things I didn't like about the qualifier, but I'm not a huge fan of machines in qualifiers because the old bikes move way faster. They do. I tested that workout. I've never seen the RPMs that high before in my life on that bike. I played that game compared to the new. Everybody bikes that was we gonna have. play it, so I played. Yeah, that. I mean you you yeah. have to, but yeah, that's why I'm just not a fan of it because if you only have new bikes, you're getting screwed. Yeah. You're going 20 seconds slower at least. So, I mean, it was definitely the one that hurt the most. It had the the biggest lasting effect by the time I had finished it. It took me five minutes to kind of regain my body back to just <laughs> your moving. Soul back in your yeah. body. Yeah, and uh, then after that, just my energy level wasn't right for about an hour. And I just wasn't there, like, mentally. And that was I just, I really liked the workout. I liked... How it was formatted, it hurt well, and I did pretty good on it. I surprised myself. Austin beat me on it, but I didn't care because I had a goal to get under three minutes, and I got under that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, yeah, was, it was it was a really it was a fun workout. Just yeah. it stung mm-hmm. a lot. I just loved the programming. I thought it was I thought it was a nice workout. It uh, yeah, like you said, it really really hurt after the workout was over. 
Um, but yeah, it was only only a two minute, two to three minute workout. Yeah, some people were doing that in the low twos. Mm-hmm. I know Luke tested yeah, it out after the qualifier and got got mid to low twos. And I haven't I haven't felt like that in a while. Mm-hmm. It was that was the closest I've ever seen Luke want to lay down on the floor. No. I actually yelled at him, <laughs> "Lay down!" I really <laughs> tried to force to me to. <laughs> he went over and leaned against the plates. Otherwise, he I made on the some floor. noises that shouldn't have been made. <laughs> All right, so so that was your favorite workout. That was my favorite programmed workout. Was that the one you're also? So you, you said they were most proud of that one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Austin hit up two seventy five snatch. That had to have been big time. Yeah, that was. Well, I don't know <laughs> because part B was. Well, little... who cares? He made it. That I was... uh, well, I mean, there are two workouts. I was definitely the most. I was most proud of myself for the snatch workout because just returning from my honeymoon. I hadn't really had the, I guess, best week of training on my honeymoon, naturally. You know, we we hit up a CrossFit gym a couple of days. Other than that, we were just riding a cheap one-speed bicycle around Tulum, Mexico. That was my fitness. Um, but, yeah, for me to come back to the gym a day after I got off a plane and PR by 10 pounds on a snatch was pretty cool. I was pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then Part B, you know, was just a little weird with the programming, how – they made you take 60% of the lift you hit and try to do as many reps as possible in, in five minutes. So my score on that was pretty poor uh, compared to the fields. That's kind of what hurt me a lot with the uh, finishing results. Yeah. But, um, my favorite workout, I actually did enjoy the uh, ring muscle up, burpee over bar and double under and deadlift workout. I mean, I didn't do so so well on it, but I kind of liked the chaos of it. I liked how, I mean, it just, you had to think a lot on it. You had mm-hmm. to have a strategy. Um, Luke was kind of coaching me through that one too, so that was fun. Good thing because. It was a good thing. We, yeah, you had the strategy of like a certain set of rounds, but the clock you had to reset. You know, you had to reset with the double unders every time. Mm-hmm. And I saw you do round one, you didn't finish perfectly. I was like, uh-oh. Yep. He's going to have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Mid-workout, Luke asked me, Austin, how many de- how many deadlifts did you just do? And I said, I have no idea. <laughs> but luckily, I had a team of counters because one person yeah. had to count basically your deadlifts and a different person counted your muscle-ups, a different person counted yeah, your burpees. Yeah, that workout was a little bit of a nightmare, but yeah, I, I, mean, I liked it, yeah. What are the people who are trying to garage that workout doing? Like, By yourself? Oh, I don't know what you do. <laughs> I mean, you would have had to have just finished. Taking your time to go well, over you the whiteboard and write down your score. Your, you would have you had just, to have finished your round. Yeah. Even if you're yeah. halfway through Stick it, it rounds. just wouldn't have been ideal Mm-mm. for your time, yeah. Because that workout was a mess. Yeah, it's starting to get tough with, like, a lot of these workouts that are in qualifiers, you need to have some person holding the camera. You need to have some person counting just because they're getting pretty complicated with, yeah. I mean, a lot a of things. A little too fancy sometimes. Yeah, just like, do some CrossFit and get fancy in the competition floor. But. Yeah. I saw a new movement, the dumbbell bear crawl and reverse bear crawl. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it was probably it's best a, you guys did that in a partially empty gym. Yeah, I will say. Stupid movement. I, I didn't mind it. I won that workout, which was... Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that's sweet. right. You I couldn't crushed believe I that. because we submitted our scores pretty early. I called that the minute you sent me your scores, like, yeah, you just won that. Yeah, yeah I didn't I didn't expect to come out on top, I'll be honest. I mean, I figured some guys were going to rip the dumbbell... Uh, devil press? The devil press a little quicker than I did. 
That hurt. Those are beat down though, <laughs> yeah. in general. You can only go so fast on those. Yeah, you know? yeah. It was the handstand like walk into almost. the chest bar that you killed it on. That was the part that I think I had going yeah, for me. That, and I knew that. Yeah, you boys are good at handstand walks. And then Micah, he won the. Uh, let's see. No, you the won last the one. You won the ring muscle up the deadlift, deadlift yeah. and the burpee over bar. Anytime there's deadlifts, and anytime there's Micah Casper mixed together. Yeah. You're gonna still, have... still waiting on someone to beat his his time. Had a few people say they could, but yet to see. Yeah, you were getting trashed for your technique, though. I will say, Micah. <laughs> I don't care. No, uh, in Micah's defense, I mean, he that wasn't. I will say that wasn't the actual workout I posted on Kilo Trend. Yeah. That was a different test. Yeah, you're on your last. There are definitely, you know what? Any okay. First of all, anyone that can even deadlift three fifteen. Yeah, I want you to show us how to control it down to the floor yeah. at when yeah. your heart rate's 150 <laughs> beats per minute, and let, we'll mm. see. We'll see how if it looks like a bouncer or whether you're really trying to punch it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, in Micah's defense. I mean, the guy can deadlift as well as anybody that I know in this sport, and uh, I mean, he's he is definitely got good clean reps. So. I, I told them they can bounce it all they want. They ain't beating that no, time. No, they're not touching that time. <laughs> the only thing I had really going for me on that last workout for the NorCal Classic that I felt gave me the edge, obviously it was the deadlift part, but that actually was uh, a quick rest mm-hmm. where I got my heart rate back. Uh, yeah, hitting my, set my of ten. I just hit a set of 10 quick. I felt fine. It was super light, and it was just – and then uh, transitioning into the burpees killed me. But having yeah. the the we, format from the rings, I'm pretty pretty good on the rings. The deadlift break, okay, you're not good at burpees, but knock out a few, and then chipping away. But just getting that quick rest on the deadlift yeah. really helped. I will say we do a lot of 315 deadlift workouts. Yes, like way. I, I was, was overly just prepared as for the if workout. not more than 225. Yes. So when a 225 bar comes yeah. up on deadlift in the qualifier, it's, it's awesome. I think piece of cake. Oh yeah, we definitely do more three fifteen yeah. workouts it's, than two twenty five. That's the prescribed standard for Armin. It pretty much is. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. just very rarely see the two seventy five. It, it turns yeah. into a man real quick. Yeah. Deadlift, one hundred forty kilos. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. I. I remember back in two thousand ten, we would deadlift two seventy five. I don't remember three fifteen. When did that? Has that always been that? Because I had a break there from yeah, Kilo programming. They had that 2159 box jump deadlift with mm-hmm. 315. And, that and ever kinda, since then? That was the standard. Ever since then, I mean, I think Castro kind of saw a lot of dudes just annihilate that workout. And he's like, okay, I can let these boys all deadlift. And so then and then the games, you saw a 405 deadlift paired with a 70-pound yeah. pistol that summer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Froning crushed that too, you know. I mean... And so he knew, he knew he could just start to get reckless with the deadlifts. And then in regionals, 2016, you saw a 405 yeah. deadlift again. Tens, I think. It was... Or I think it was, was sevens. Seven? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. And dudes, a lot were, dudes were still fun. There were still a lot of guys getting crushed, but mm-hmm. the top guys were touching going all seven. It was crazy. Yeah, that was the workout where Chandler Smith, Blacksmith, kind of made his name of... Yeah. You know, yeah. He, he just showed off his fitness as he chased down Ben Smith in that workout... And move 405 like it was 135. Yeah, that was nuts. I remember that. But, yeah, no, we uh, we definitely are prepared for deadlifts. And uh, Mike is one of the best at them. It's pretty cool. So, we won two. Well, we, I mean, each, two one, each one workout. Yeah. Or you won, you won 1.1. 1. 1. Tied. 
I tied, tied the tied first the one with that snatch just because the lat. I mean, if there would have been, if the ladder would have kept going, there would have been some other guys there that would have obviously taken me down. But uh, don't matter. Don't matter. Get the job. The ladder Do ended the job. Where it ended. So that was cool. Um, so we're we're really hoping that we can go out and, and, yeah. and compete as Show individuals. Out. Show the Kilo boys. I feel like this is kind of the perfect comp to do it. There's some big names. Yeah, there's in some it. really big. It'll be a good challenge. Yeah, Rasmus Anderson signed, signed up, up. I saw. Oh damn! Uh, yeah, <laughs> you guys will be fine. Sean you guys will be fine. He got like 12th in the comp. Um, well, I'm just saying. Eric Comedy is some, a games athlete. Yeah, there's Justin Madero. It's not, it'll be three, it's four not a games local comp. It's a it's a nice. It'll be know, a good challenge. Group of guys yeah, there. I'm to see Sean that. Sweeney. Yeah, Sean yeah. Sweeney. There's going to be five games athletes. It'll be exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one for us. Yeah, it so will be. Really good to see where we stand. Hopefully it happens. It, they I seem pretty adamant does. they're going to keep it yeah. right there because I wonder if they can't even And it And it switch. is just far enough along to where it's like it's summer. End of May, right? To where there's a little bit of hope that it could actually happen as an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. God, you know what we should do right now is look for those plane tickets. They're cheap as shit. I'm not getting them until... With flight insurance, dude. Yeah, flight insurance. Yeah. It'd save you a lot of money. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. All right, Luke, let's hit up some of those Q&As. Yeah, so we, we put out the Q&A on uh, Kilo Trained Podcast. So we'll get this one out of the way first. This kind of applies to competing. Um, Skyler Layden from Kirksville, Missouri, used to go to the gym, asked, what are you thinking when you... When your workout is kicking your ass and the person next to you is a few reps behind. Well, let's see, Luke. I think you should answer this one because you're generally ahead well. Of the workouts never <laughs> typically kick your ass. It's usually the well way debatable. Yeah, you. I make think uh, one of the hurt. one of the better quotes was from Armand when we used to race him a lot in running and stuff, and or he wanted us to quit. Yeah, yeah. he would just <laughs> in his head. So like if. If he would be beating someone, he w- he told us that in his head he was saying, they're going to quit, they're going to quit, and I'm not. And then, you know, that just kind of gave him the the mental boost and confidence that, you know, just a couple more reps and they're going to quit and I'm going to keep going and um, just kind of put that fear in them, you know. I think mm-hmm. that's a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I don't know. I would. I mean, I recall a workout where actually I could feel that vibe from Armand. It was, um, it was Murph. We oh were, really? We were doing Murph, and it was. Oh gosh, this would have been the summer of. I think we were. It wasn't. We weren't in training for. Well, it was the summer of 2015, but. Um, we had the vests and everything, and that was the first time I'd ever done a workout with a vest on, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, maybe it was 2014. Anyway, we were going, and I had no idea how to do a workout with a vest, really. I didn't know how I was going to make make my body react. And so I come out hot, and I Armin gets out the door before me. But as we were running our first probably 300 meters on the first mile, I pass him up. And he was just kind of trotting along. And then on the last quarter mile... He just runs right up next to me and like kind of bumps into me a little bit. And I'm just really sucking wind at this point. And he knows that he's just completely outpacing me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just takes off. <laughs> I felt like totally defeated. And the rest of the workout, like 
he just kicked my ass. But it was definitely one of those moments where he knew I had fucked up at the start. And <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what an idiot. He'd run and sprint with the vest. And, and uh, yeah, that, that was, uh, I think, the first time I had ever done Murph, too. Yeah. Um, so I really had no idea what, what to expect with it. I just came out, you know, super hot like Crushed, any rookie yeah. would. But, um, yeah, make your, make your opponents quit. That's, yeah. I think a big one that helps me is, like, if you're doing a workout where you're resting quite a bit, like, multiple times, is pay attention to the person, like, like if they're a few reps behind you, and always make your rest a little bit shorter than theirs. Mm-hmm. So if, like, I'll give an example. When I was going against Mike on that fight gone bad workout, I would try to drop my bar after him and then pick it up before him. So it's something like that where you can mm-hmm. just kind of chip away and slowly pull away from them rather than trying to time it the exact same. And that just comes with, you know, that's something you can practice in class and um, takes time in competition to not let other people pull you along too far as well, like what you kind of talked about with Murph. Yeah, with... Uh, I tried to do that with Luke in uh, 20.4 and it didn't work. 20.4. Oh, the box jumps? Yeah. Against you and me? You tried I going way out. too fast with the clean jerk workout? Oh, oh yeah. As fast as I could <laughs> on the first round. Come on. I, I actually tried to... That was max, not going to work. Max, max my reps out as quick as possible. That was fun. <laughs> That I knew one. the bar was that was a fun work. Yeah, I knew really the barbell fun. was going to slow me down, so it didn't matter to me. Right. Yeah, I just kind of let you two go on that one. I really wanted nothing to do with how you started <laughs> that workout. I knew Luke knew what he was doing, but I was kind of questioning Micah's strategy there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even though we got to the three fifteen bar at the same time. Yeah. All right, we'll get into some of the simpler questions first. So one more comment. I'm going to make one more comment yeah. back with Skylar's questions. Um, I guess Skylar or uh, whoever else kind of was interested in that question, know your strengths too. So, I mean, if you are, if you mm-hmm. do have that workout buddy um, that you, you know, like to compete against in class or, or whatever, um, know your, know your strengths and where to attack and where to pick up some ground in the workout. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, I can pull one of the few times I can pull something out against Luke Schaefer would be, okay, if there's a workout with long distance handstand walking, hmm. I know, okay, this is my time where I may not be, ready to kick up into the handstand walk, but I need to do it now because it's my only chance to try to catch up a little bit. So know where you can make up ground against others and yeah, play to your strengths. Yeah. Good point. All right. So we'll start with some of the simpler questions first, funner questions. Um, what is the best equipment to add to your home gym if we're thinking about making modest ads? So obviously a good time to... Start thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think obviously the gym is the best place to get a workout in. When, like, I have a little bit of a garage gym, barely use it to be honest. I'll be using it next year a lot, but um, it's just like the community, the vibe of being in a gym. Even if even if you're going in and working out, and there's like two other people in the gym. Just having other people around is so much better than um, working out by yourself. So I think, especially at home. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of it's good to get in a different environment because even 
It's like going to the library. When yeah. you go to the library and you're a college student, you know you're going there to study or you're going there to yeah, do a exactly. project. Yeah. Or, you know, and when you go to the gym, you just have the mindset, okay, I'm here to train. Yeah. Um, and the home, home's kind of like a rest, resting place. Yeah. So it's hard to get motivated. It's hard to get in, find yeah. intensity at home. Yeah, exactly. A lot so of distractions. Before you start worrying about buying, you know, all this huge setup, um, I think getting this equipment should be like a last resort type of thing or like, you know, if you're traveling a decent a bit, a decent amount like to the gym and you don't want to come in on a Sunday or something, then you can hit that or like, like if you grab a dumbbell or kettlebell, you can take that on the road with you too. So that's, it's good to have that. Um, but I yeah, I would say, say for a modest piece of equipment, definitely a kettlebell. I would agree with that. with that. I would agree yeah. with the kettlebell. Kettlebell is really good. You, you can just, do so much with it. Yeah. You can just pick it up. And just... Kettlebell or dumbbell, but I, I, really like kettlebell swings yep. like russian kettlebell swings we went through that program yeah oh you know, gosh you, that was great yeah so you can get like way. a moderate weight kettlebell mm-hmm. where you're hitting like 50 100 swings mm-hmm. four or five times a week along with like as your little post wad part yeah it's great for your abs back butt hammies you know and everything. you only need to buy one you don't need to buy yeah. two yeah keeps you fast keeps you explosive yep and it's it's not hard on the body like Correct. this is something you can do for ever and you can just honestly i'll just pick it up and just do swings i don't have to warm up yeah exactly and like almost everyone has a jump rope and then you can run you can do burpees you know you can combine the kettlebell with everything Mm -hmm. there's like an infinite infinite number of workouts you can do that so honestly one kettlebell and a jump rope and you really don't need a whole lot else as far as if if you have access to the gym all the time i would say yep in situations like this you know um Gosh, I remember back in the day where um, I would do some workouts at home just just because, you know, whether it was I just didn't want to drive to, like, my local fitness center. This is before I was in CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you can teach yourself how to um, do workouts with some intensity, I think that's more important first, learning how to do that, than going out and buying a bunch of equipment that you won't use. Yeah, yeah. So like before you, you know, get on the website wherever and, and, you know, throw down a big, a big bill, um, and purchase, you know, just get out in your garage and heck, just go out and run hard and come back sweating, hit some push ups, hit something, you know, without any equipment and do that a few times in a row. So you actually get in the habit of actually training the way you should if you are training at home a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, what is your least favorite body weight movement and why? Let's go favorite and least. Least favorite. Least favorite, um, you know, I don't mind burpees when it's just the burpee, but anytime you make me do a burpee and have to jump over a stupid box and then turn around and do it the other way, total game changer. So a burpee over anything would be my least favorite. Uh, favorite body weight exercise. It's hard to argue the push up or pull up. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can do just a ton of reps, get a great muscle pump. Um, you pretty much can do them pretty much back to back days. You know, if you're not, you know, too stupid with them. One of your best ones, probably handstand walker, handstand push ups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, favorite in or yeah. I mean, if you, if you can find, if you can find a spot to do them, yeah, I would definitely like to, to do those too because they're fun to get upside down, um, a little bit more skill involved. Um, but yeah, those are 
That's what I got. What about you, Micah? Um, least favorite probably be pistols. <laughs> and true that. <laughs> favorite would probably also least favorite is handstand push-ups. Um, handstand walking is probably my favorite. I just have yeah. fun doing it. It's, wrestlers, it's just, wrestlers it, seem to be good at handstand walks. Yeah, What's I, up with that? Do you guys um, like young, actually do them? We or do. What do you? We'll go up on wall. Like we used to go up on walls and just hold. Handstands. Yeah, just like kick up. Yeah, kick up and just do holds. Uh, we practice doing handstand walking with warm ups, cartwheels, just loosen up the body, doing yeah. some acrobatic stuff. Try to be acrobatic, but it just came really easy to me. I had really um, outstanding balance in wrestling, so I know my body very well. So whether it's going up the ramp, I can always figure things out on the dime. Kind of like in a wrestling match, if you get thrown off guard, off balance, you got to reposition quick. So me being on my hands is, it's just fun. So yeah, I've really been doing it my Really good wrestling. He's <laughs> <laughs> an amazing wrestler back in the day. Uh, you want to say a record? <laughs> high score. Give us your high score. Why do you got to do that? <laughs> you just say, good I job, got, Micah. Hey, I got to stir the pot a little Luke, bit. Make it fun. What's your least favorite? favorite I'll move it on. Your favorite, obviously. I hate handstand walks. And once I quit cross or once I quit competing, <laughs> not quit CrossFit. I want to do that, but yeah, I'm done with those for sure. I bet we can get Luke to do him in a workout sometime. Or oh, the yeah. one time he comes I back mean, to visit the boys. Guess what's on the menu today? Yeah, Hope you've been practicing. I'm be hurting. Those shoulders will not be ready. It's gonna get worse from here. What's on your out. favorite burpees? I mean, honestly, You're dang fast. I like all of them. Like if there's any of them in the workout, I'm fine with. It's more about just know. name the movement, Luke. Favorite, probably bar muscle ups. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. like bar muscle ups a lot. Yeah, amazing right. at pistols too. I do yeah, like. I, I yeah. I mean, I like them just because I'm good at them. Did but that I come pretty say, natural? Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. I just had good ankle mobility. Like you guys have good shoulders. So your first pistol, just giving it a go. Oh, yeah. okay, not too bad. And then Dang. putting a bar over my head was the exact opposite. So yeah. <laughs> Got blessed with the ankles, mm-hmm. not so much the shoulders. Who do you? All right, you can guess who this comes from. Who do you miss more, Wyatt or Street? <laughs> Micah, you can answer that one first. <laughs> always Wyatt. Put it on the spot. I'll, always your first love, your first friend. CrossFit <laughs> um, friend. All right, Luke, you can go second. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Street's around, so you can't really miss him. That's true. He's around once in a while, so obviously yeah. Wyatt. Good answer. I would definitely say I, I miss Street as a as a roommate. I never had Wyatt as a roommate, so I can say I miss Street when I'm in my house. But at the gym, I think I miss Wyatt just because Wyatt would just hang around and just shoot chill. the shit. His you last uh, Street was definitely all months. business in the gym, and <laughs> usually wouldn't want to work out with me because I'm just not that good. So. Wyatt would always work out with me. <laughs> Wyatt would want to play spike ball more often, too, so we had that in common. But I definitely miss watching football with Street, miss having Street around yep. the home. Then Elkoff Enterprises. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Come back, Street. The room, His old room's right over here. Yeah, so. looking at it. Bed's made. It's, made. it's waiting for you. <laughs> Has Street's fitness level improved with his return to Iowa? <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. Mm-hmm. I, w- I mean, uh, I don't want to say this. Um, he looked really good down in Wadapalooza. Yeah. So, 
his programming was fine over in Dubai, but I think just the the location and all that started wearing on him, and he's he kind of told us already told us that already. And I think uh, being back with the boys, having that push from a bunch of different guys that can beat him in workouts, a lot different than um, over there where it was kind of just one person. I think for the most part, and I think that. Kilo, I mean, obviously we're biased, but Kilo Train does a much, a really good job with Armin being so experienced of having a, a structured strength program versus I'm going to back squat on Monday and then two weeks later you back squat on a Wednesday type of thing, you know, and you're never getting heavy. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you do need to get stronger, you need to lift heavy weights. Mm-hmm. You can't be lifting 70, 80%. All that often. I mean, some people get strong off that, for, but for the most part, majority of people, you have to be lifting that 85% plus to get stronger. And uh, we do a lot of that. And, you know, when he first started with Kilo Train, shoot, he got strong fast. Yeah. And he, uh, I think some of that's starting to come back. Finally. Oh, yeah, it is. He's he, he's he's getting it back, and he's, he's starting to put up some street numbers again, and it's cool to watch. All right, Micah, do you want to read read this one? Who's the bigger pussy, Armin or Austin? <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> Go ahead and answer that. I can't answer this one. Yeah, you can. Because you're supposed to. I'm definitely. Hey, say it from an objective you know, point of view. <laughs> um, statistics would show. I mean, I don't really know how to say this, but I have never. <sighs> There's a lot of evidence. That Armin is the lesser pussy than me. <laughs> the lesser. So let's both just, a little bit. Let's just go with that, okay? Um, I would say. Good business move. You know what? <laughs> yeah. It just depends on how you look at this. Armin is definitely a fight kind of guy. I am a I'm a flight kind of guy. Yeah, it's all it's all relative. Um, You'll so pull it, people on the flight. Yeah. <laughs> you need to. Yeah. Take him with. No, no. It, those of you that want to know, Armin would beat the living piss out of me <laughs> if there was ever a brawl, if y'all wanted to fantasize that. I mean, Armin, Armin has done this to many people. He'll just come up behind you in the gym. He'll get you into a headlock yeah. or a leg lock. And I have no wrestling background. So, you know, there were a number of times at Kilo, he would just pull me down and sometimes I would really try to fight back but he would just kind of laugh and he knew how to get me into freaking positions that I was so uncomfortable. You were in a pretzel. I was in a pretzel, yeah. (laughs) Armin would would ruin me left-handed, one-handed tied behind his back. So, yeah, however you want to, you know, stir the pot, I'm the bigger pussy. That's just how it is. That's all Michael wanted to hear. (laughs) loving it over now here. if we had to now you know what okay now if you say all right here's a here's a sledgehammer go demo <laughs> yeah, go yeah, demo hey, until hey. you want to pass out i like my odds okay <laughs> you've like done that odds. multiple times <laughs> yeah proving yourself um all right i guess we can get into a, the timely questions with the coronavirus and everything going crazy right now around here Crazy. Um, what do you do to maintain your routine? And this can apply to um, normal life too, mm-hmm. rather than just this time period. But what do you do to maintain your routine when it's derailed from the norm? Maintain your routine. 
<laughs> no, if you oh. get up early and work out, keep getting up early and work out. It may not be at the gym right now, which really sucks, but um, just just keep doing exactly what you would normally do. Just try to, um, you know, do what you can with what you have. So again, if you're trying to maintain the routine, maintain the routine. It's that simple. Yeah, and I think uh, besides now, like some people get stuck so far into routine, they can it can be hard for them to get outside of it, which is good. Like it's good to get outside of your routine sometimes, and um, they don't know what to do when they when they do get outside the routine. So I think something like this goes to show, you know, if something comes up and you can't make it to the gym at your noon class that day or whatever, you know doesn't mean the day's ruined and you can't work out for 20 minutes at home real quick. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. I mean, this this week, well, since Tuesday, since uh, the governor said, okay, gyms have to close at noon. Um, I mean, people, this might be, you know, a really good learning experience for a lot of people to discover, okay, how can I train at home, at the park? Um, you know, just go find a trail and run and then you know, I mean, gosh, at Sugar Bomb, we ran by, we ran through the trails, and there's pull-up bars, there's dip yeah, bars, there's, yeah, that's fun I mean, too. The, this, the cities are now putting, you know, different crap on sidewalks <laughs> and stuff that you can do CrossFit with. I mean, so yeah, if you don't make it to the gym, there's still time in the day to get a workout in, and we all know that to get a good workout does not take two hours; it can take you know, two to 15 minutes, mm-hmm. um, just depends on what type of intensity you want to put forth. So, um, I think people are going to really, you know, like I said before, learn how they can do that at home. And I think, uh, these days are kind of proving, you know, um, when you work, when you're working a lot, the days kind of fly by mm-hmm. for, and you don't realize how fast they are. And, or how much time you actually have during the day, I guess. You know, you have from whenever you wake up to whenever you go to bed. And it goes to show how important it is outside of the gym. Those decisions are going to make in terms of your fitness. Because now you get your 20-minute workout in and guess what? You're stuck at home all day. And you realize how much time, how easy it is to let all that hard work kind of go to the wayside by snacking mm-hmm. and all that when you're bored, you know. Yeah, it's this is definitely a challenging time from that perspective. Um, I mean, so many of us are, you know, having to be cooped up in our houses, and uh, that's going to be, you know, harder for more people, I think, than the the exercise part is trying to hold back from going to the fridge every ten minutes just mm-hmm. out of boredom, or going to the cupboard and finding a snack. Um, yeah, and we're all guilty of that. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. I've um, this. Try to stay productive as best you can. Um, look for those chores around the house that need to get done. Projects mm-hmm. that you've been looking forward to, you know, when it gets warmer. And just get a head start on them. Try to get things get things going a little sooner. Um, but, yeah, stay productive. Try to stay in, in your routine as best you can. But, yeah, I think uh, to kind of circle around to answering the exact question, like Austin said, um, our members kind of – all you know i think are very Mm self-disciplined and the fact that they're coming to the gym already yeah so that's gonna help out a lot in these times when you don't feel motivated to do anything or to stay on your routine but that's where discipline comes in in hand you know Mm -hmm. 
Um, it'll it'll keep you through your routine through those times when you don't feel like waking up, but you know you need to because um, there's going to come a day where you're going to have to start waking up early again. You can't just sleep in all the time. Yep. Um, we just have one more question. Quite a few, actually. So there's been obviously a lot of panic with the coronavirus and fear and uncertainty about the future. Um, how can this be a good thing that the gym's closed? Like, how can we make it a good thing, a positive? And we kind of talked about this a little bit um, in terms of our members. How can we make this a positive um, experience? And what are some ways that we can just uh, rethink our uh, mindset on this whole situation? Well, um, I guess all of us are looking forward to getting back into the gym. So um, when this is all over, you know, we can definitely be thankful for what we have, mm-hmm. um, you know, with our with our with our boxes and, and fitness centers. Um, before we all got shut down, people were definitely trying to combat the spread of the virus by really cleaning up after mm-hmm. themselves. So I think that's something to continue to carry forward and just be mindful of, you know, if you're in that 5 a.m. class or 6 a.m. class, hey, there's, you know, seven, eight, nine classes after you. Um, make sure you're wiping all your stuff down because, I mean, I think everyone's guilty of forgetting to do that. And, um, you know, the past couple of weeks, we definitely were like, hey, you know, let's make sure we're really, really wiping everything down extra good. Um, so I think continuing to do that is important. I think that's something that we can look at a positive mm-hmm. to take forward in the future. Um, you know, another thing is like we just talked about, you know, how to train um, at your house or, you know, somewhere that you can w- when when you aren't at your home gym. Whether yeah, it's, it's not ideal. Yeah, well, if you're traveling for work and you're at a hotel, um, you know, what can you do in your hotel room? Or if, if it doesn't have a, a little fitness center or what you can do in that little fitness center. Um, so yeah, that's another positive, just kind of discovering different avenues of training and then also you can take away and use this time to reflect on how you can improve your nutritional habits because mm-hmm. those are definitely be tested right now. So uh, going forward in the future, um, take the good discipline you're working on now with your nutritional habits and continue it going forward. And when you get back to going to work or whatever it is that you do during the day that may be taken away from you right now to keep eating clean and eating healthy because we all know that's important for the immune system and, you know, fighting off disease. So we want to not just do that now when there's sickness is going around, but doing that when we're back to our normal routines. And I think, I think a really cool takeaway of this situation is the impact this gym has had on the the community. Um, we've had how many people ask and come in to come get some equipment to, to keep working out, which is really cool. It's not like, all right, the gym's closed, sweet. I can take a two-week break or four-week break. You know, it's it's gotten to the point where people have turned this into a lifestyle. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. you know, people call always call it, like, a diet, and then it, it fades away because yeah. it, it's, it's hard. This has been in, integrated into their lifestyle, and this is just what they do. They go to the gym, they work out, and um, it's really built a lot of really good relationships as well. Yeah, um, it was, you know, very encouraging to receive a lot of messages um, from our membership to come in and get equipment. 
um, and people know what they like. So they came in and they picked out what they wanted. And uh, that was, oh gosh, it was motivating for me to know to, you know, take the at-home workout seriously and give good advice on, hey, here's how you can, you know, program a workout for yourself. If you have this piece of equipment or that piece of equipment, um, just because people want to keep keep getting better. And um, I would say, you know, just because you don't have all the equipment we have at CrossFit Kilo 2 doesn't mean that you can't still improve with what you have. So, I mean, you know, practicing different things um, with the objects that you have to improve on those, that's that's still taking steps in the right direction. So think about that. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are freaking out because they're not in the gym five times a week and, oh, I haven't touched a barbell and yada, yada, yada. But I think that Austin proved that you won't lose your fitness if you keep working out and um, maintain the intensity. He worked out way less than he normally does on his honeymoon, comes back, hits a 275-pound snatch. He did not get worse. So it's not something to freak out about. Um, no, your squat may not be as strong if it's, you know, depending on how long this um, closure is. But if you focus on your squat technique, have a little bit of weight with your squat, you know, your squat will still stay strong. And if you apply that te- technique to a heavy barbell over time, you will be stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, like I can't emphasize this enough. This You have an opportunity right now to find some things to improve on. I mean, this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. to improve. You know, you're running. It's a great opportunity to improve little things like, in, like your squat technique or push-ups. Things like that, you know, all are a part of fitness just because we want to be well-rounded. So... Um, like Luke said, just because you may not have a barbell, you know, um, and loading up those heavy weights doesn't mean you're going to get a lot weaker. Yeah, it's not going to feel great the first time we come back to it, but um, it's still there. Like your brain's not going to forget how to lift heavy weights. It just is going to take a couple of sessions, and it'll be back before you know it. Yeah, and then um, just just uh, one last thing I wanted to touch on was um, there's like on social media and stuff. There's a lot of people complaining, obviously, about being at home for so long and I think it's good to remember that you actually get to go home and or you're stuck in a home because there's a lot of people at night um we we see it at the gym like if you're closing there's a homeless shelter behind the gym those people are going there to stay every night and that's their daily life whereas we get to go home and so now Mm -hmm. um when you are stuck in your home I think it's it's a it's important to remember to appreciate the things that you have and that you actually get to be stuck in a home, not that you have to be stuck in a home. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. those times now, like if you aren't like me and Austin don't get a coach, Micah doesn't get to teach those times where um you know, you're the grind has started and you're like, Oh, I just wish I could go home and you know, you want to complain about your job, but you know, this will be a time to look back and remember what it felt like when you didn't get a coach or you didn't get a teacher, you didn't get to do whatever mm-hmm. it is that you love to do. Um, so it's, it's important not to take things for granted. Like, shoot, I've been waking up and I don't even know what to do with myself half the time because <laughs> yeah. I can't go to the gym and coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure Austin and Mike could kind of feel the same way. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's tough um, trying to, you know, find ways to be productive that, you know, you know, are productive with things that you're probably not in love with doing. I mean, 
Luke and I love coaching. Micah loves to teach and those things, you know, I mean, all of our listeners right now, I mean, a lot of you we know are not able to do the things you love to do right now because of what's going on. Um, so, you know, when we finally get get going again, get back into it, you know, like Luke said, we can look back on this and, and remind ourselves, hey, you know, we get to do this often and we love to do it and we get to do great work. So keep doing great work when you have the opportunity to. All right. That's all the questions we have. Questions? Okay. Um, we do want to reach out to our sponsor again for this episode. Um, Wild Bill. Wild Bill. Billy Connor with Exit Realty. Uh, Billy wants you to call him if you're interested in buying or selling a home or interested in an investment property. You can reach Billy at 563-920-7362. You can also direct message him on Instagram. His handle is B-I-L-L-Y dot C-O-N-N-O-R-0-1. That's Billy.Connor01 on Instagram. Thank you, Billy, for sponsoring this episode. He also does really good work with photography. Um, he uh, took a lot of pictures of our doubles competition last summer. So, you know, if you have an event um, in the future that, you know, you're kind of up in the air with who to hire for a photographer, you should consider Billy Connor with that too. He does really good work and has a lot of great equipment. Uh, he's got a lot of good experience with it, so definitely someone you could consider for that job as well. That's where we'll wrap it up with episode 11. 